Sometimes people are overwhelming. They want more and more and more and more. There's not a person in this room who doesn't have somebody in your life who's not complaining because you're not there enough or you don't call enough or you don't text enough or you didn't come see me or you didn't do this or you missed my birthday or you missed Halloween or you don't act like you used to act. And we are overwhelmed because the people who make the biggest withdrawals. In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 11 it says a just weight and balance are the lord's all the weights of the bag are his work if your works are true and righteous and just they are the lord's work they are works of the lord but if you choose to be a slave to sin then they are the enemy's work they are the enemy's doing and we all have free will so my question is, will you have the works of God or the works of the enemy? In Galatians 5, verse 13, it says, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. And on down, verses 16 and 17 says, this I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Now if we go back up to verses 13. Liberty, it, it says liberty. And liberty means freedom. So we are free. We are given freedom. We have choice to do, which what we want to do. But it also says, only use not for liberty. Do not use your freedom to gratify the flesh. We're not supposed to serve sin. We're not supposed to do sinful things. We're given freedom, but we're supposed to choose, you know, to live in the spirit. But sometimes we don't. The flesh is going to bring you away from God's purpose. The flesh is not going with us into heaven, only our spirit. That's why when we're in our spirit, when we build that relationship with God, our flesh, it it wants us to come back to the flesh, but we're not we're we're dead to sin. We're dead to our flesh. We're no li we're no longer living in sin. We're living in the spirit, and the spirit doesn't want us to gratify our flesh because it knows our spirit knows that it's bad when we gratify our flesh when we do the things of this world and not of of god's will when we don't do the things of god's will we are pulled away where our flesh pulls us away from god's presence our flesh and our spirit is at war that's why it says in verse 17 for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these things are contrary to one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would we already became dead in the spirit because of Adam and Eve. We do not want to become more deader, if that's even a word, <laughs> more deader in the spirit. We became dead in spirit after Adam and Eve. And when we became dead in spirit, we, were no, we could no longer see God. We could no longer do right by God because sin was born into this world when Adam and Eve ate the fruit. People had to sacrifice animals in order to be forgiven, which was foreshadowing Jesus' coming and Jesus' death. 
when Jesus came, it was God's will. God ripped his powers, humbled himself. He became humbled. He was he stripped all of his power and started to live like humans. He lived like us. He was with us in the flesh. He was suffering like us. He was bearing everything like us to live like us, to guide us, to be the light for us, the light while we were in the darkness. In John chapter 1, verse 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was light of the men. I just totally messed that up. It says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehend, comprehended not. Then, on down to 14, it says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So God came down. He came down, humbled Himself, ripped His power, and led us out of the darkness into the light. And still some people didn't even believe. The Pharisees, Sadducees, even the Jews, even some of the regular people, they didn't believe. But all the, he humbled himself. And he was not impatient with them. He led them. He told them what was right and what was wrong. And they even called him to the devil for that. They didn't, they didn't believe it. They rejected God. They, were, they rejected Jesus. And it was right in front of their faces. They knew it was a time to come, but they didn't know that it was him in front of their faces, you know? Well, no, I take that back. He did. They did know because Jesus kept telling them that that he was sent from God. So they knew, but they rejected because they were so blinded. See, this is what they did. They cited scripture back to him. They knew scripture. And Jesus told them the meanings of those scriptures. And... You can know scripture, but if you don't have that relationship with God, if you don't build up your spirit, but if you gratify the flesh, if you look at other people with hypocrisy, if you look and judge others, if you don't love one another, if you seek to destroy others, if you don't have that relationship with God, God is not about destroying relationships. God is about purifying us, saving us, pointing us in the right direction. If you're not point if you're not helping and pointing and assisting other people when they're in need if you're not helping and just being kind to one another then i don't know what to tell you but i do suggest start building that spirit start building your spirit back up leave leave your flesh desires alone lean on to the father god lead on lean on to god ask him for understanding ask him for wisdom ask him for help ask him to Put your feet straight and so your feet won't go neither to the right or to the left. Feed your spirit that was once broken by Adam and Eve. Increase your spiritual senses. Ask God and just talk to God. Tell him whatever's going on. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you want. If it's not sinful, of course. Ask him and he shall give. It says in Matthew chapter 7 verses 7 through 8 it says 
Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. See, when we're in the world, God, he, he really can't talk to us. He really can't reach us like how he wants to because we're living for the world and we're not living for him. Even though he's trying, he sends us signals and we just throw it off our shoulder. We ignore it, you know, because why? This goes back to what I said in Galatians. The spirit and the flesh are at war. Spirit, The spirit wants you to do godly things. It, the spirit is here to help us. The Holy Ghost comes into us and reproof, reproofs us. And convicts us of the sin we shouldn't be doing or any bad thing that we shouldn't be doing. It corrects our steps, corrects our faith, corrects our works. That's what the Spirit is here for. The Spirit is a guide. After Jesus left, Jesus told his disciples that we will be given the Holy Ghost. They will be given the Holy Ghost. We will be given the Holy Ghost to be with us and guide us. In John sixteen seventeen, I mean, in John chapter 16, verse 17, it says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. That's John chapter 16, 7. I don't know why I keep saying verse 17. <laughs> And it also says in verse 8, it says, And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. We are not going to find rest in this world. We're not going to find peace in this world. But where can, where can we find rest and peace? We can find rest and peace in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Jesus said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Answer, the answer is in Jesus. You found your answer when you come to Jesus. Jesus is the answer. In the Old Testament, when God called Moses to save his people, God performed many, many miracles in Egypt to help for a belief and also to help his people believe. Jesus came and did the same thing. The Israelites, they, they, they were led astray. They wanted to serve serve a king or a person they didn't want to serve god well i can't say that but they wanted someone to rule over them a physical body of a person you know and god gave them what they asked for i'm gonna read this chapter about where they demand a king in first samuel chapter 8 says and it came to pass when samuel was old that he was made his son judges over israel now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of the second, Abia. They were judges in Beersheba, and his son his sons walked not in 
his ways, but turned aside after Lucre and took bribes and perverted judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came unto Samuel, unto Ramah, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. We're not supposed to be people pleasers. We're not supposed to have leaders. We're not supposed to be like all other nations. We're we're supposed to be unique. We're supposed to be you know, different, but they wanted a king, so that's what they got. They got a king, and it goes on to say, But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord, and the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people, and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me. They rejected God. And it's so sad. And and God has emotion, you know. If God created us to have emotion, to have feelings, don't you think our creator have feelings and emotions too? Don't you think our creator have a mind like ours, but far greater than ours and far smarter and powerful than ours? And then it goes on to say that I should not reign over them according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them out of Egypt, even unto this day. Mind you, they were supposed to be in the wilderness for three days, and it took them 40 years. Why? Because they keep, kept going to evil. They kept going to their feet, left and to the right. They didn't. They wasn't listening to God. They wasn't listening to what Moses was telling when Moses was in the presence of God. And, and God told him to tell the Israelites, tell his people what he's telling him. And they didn't listen. And then it also it goes and says, wherewith they have forsaken me and serve other gods, so they also, so do they also unto thee. They wanted to go into the world. They chased after the flesh. They wanted the things of the world and not the things of God. They wanted a king. That's probably why we got governments and all the other stuff today because of this right here. And, um... Yeah, and then it goes on to say, Now therefore hearken unto their voice, how be it, yet protest solemnly uh, unto them, and shew them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king. And he said, This will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself. For his chariots and to be his horsemen, and shall, and some shall run before his chariots. The king gonna take their sons, and and use them. That didn't didn't God deliver them out of Egypt from slavery, and they wanna go back into slavery? It's kind of crazy. Um, and then it goes on to say. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties and will set them to ear his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. I mean, y'all was, it's, oh my gosh. Listen, 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 listen. I can't even get my words out. We, the Israelites came out of slavery from Egypt. And, you know, we have to endure. We have trials and tribulations. We have 
all things that will happen to us, but to build us up, to give us strength, to change us into a better person. God works on us inside out, not outside in. That's backwards. Jesus said something about that to the Pharisees of how they wash their dishes outside on the inside when you're supposed to work on the inside first. And then you can change your outward appearance. But then it goes on to say, and it says, And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them, and give them unto his servants. This is so crazy because we're basically, we, we, we left just to go back to how we was living. But I don't know. And it says, He, and he will take your fields. Oh, I read that already. And he will take the tenths of your seed and of your vineyards and give them to his officers and to the servants and he will take your man servants and your maid servants and your good goodless young men and your asses and put them to his work he will take the tenth of your sheep and ye shall be his servants and ye shall cry out in this day because of your king which ye shall have which ye shall have chosen you and the Lord will not hear you in this day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. They refused. <laughs> he told them. They just wouldn't listen. They refused. They refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, nay, but we will have a king over us. That we also be like all the all the nations. And that our king may judge us. Only God is, is supposed to judge. Not others against others. Because they're like us. They're equals. Every human being is equal to another human being. We're not. We are no greater than the person next to us. And it goes on to say that we may be like the nations. Oh, I read that. Oh, and then it goes on to say, verse 21, it says, And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Hearken unto their voice. And make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, Go ye every man unto his city. And that's the end of chapter 8. Wow. There's a lot to be said here. And I'm just kind of heated. Because why, you know, why would something God delivered us from we want to go back to? So first came Saul. Then came David. Saul was, oh, he was evil. David, he was, he was a good king. Even though he had less problems and, you know, was killed the woman's husband. Yeah, it's crazy. But God was still by his side. God was, God was still by David's side. You know, God never forsook him. You know, it, um, Saul got so wicked that um, God was like, you know what, I'm done. And he was like, he can't be king no more. And we we did this ourselves because we want we wanted a king the israelites wanted a king we all wanted a king over us we wanted to live like the world and we didn't want to live for god like in galatians when i read earlier the spirit and the flesh are at war with each other and we are at war because sin was born into this world adam and eve bit the fruit which was led by the serpent which is we all know who that is lucifer the devil and he hates God's creation. He wants to do everything in his power to destroy the creation and lead people away from God. Why? Because he had pride. He, he had anger. He was, he's a liar. And 
the enemy just wants to destroy God's people because he's jealous of God. And you shouldn't be jealous of God. God created you. If you if 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 it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be here. But yeah. So we're in this wouldn't in this war with his army. But guess what? We have the power to trample over serpents and I'm going to read the verse. Give me one second. I have to find the verse. I think it's in it's in Luke 10:19. It says, "Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall nothing shall by any means hurt you nothing can hurt us we have power through jesus christ jesus christ gave us power so we have the option this is this is where our free will come in we have the option to either go with the enemy or we can fight for our salvation we can go into jesus christ we can be in his dwelling place and we can god will fight the battle for us and that's why we have the word that's why we have the bible and that's why we build that intimate relationship with god we 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 are we're not wanting to desire the things of the flesh we want more of spirit we want to be with him more we want to be in heaven with him you know so if jesus has given us power to move mountains and cast out demons and trample over the enemy and serpents and all them then why is it so hard for us to give up sin and i'm talking to myself too when i say this and i'm talking to you also who's listening we we it's, it's like we have all the power in the world we have all the power that jesus christ has given us but it's the eagerness what we lack is eagerness we lack the zeal same thing how we have zeal for sin with these worldly desires we can have zeal for god we can have zeal for learning his truths we can have zeal for his word which is the bible we have a layout right here and people say oh it's the white man's religion no it's not the white man's religion because first of all we have the holy spirit to confirm jesus christ has given us the holy spirit to confirm all things and by history you can check and look all of what god has did is here we have proof we can research but be careful what you research because the enemy is the ruler of this world that's why that's why many people are so deceived that's why we're separating from god we're supposed to be with god not separate from him we're not supposed to run out of his presence to go into the world and live and gratify the flesh because after this we have two lives. We have our earthly lives and we have our eternal lives. Where are we going to spend our lives? Either in heaven or hell, right? So it's either today you give your life to Jesus Christ or God Jesus, God can come tomorrow. And Jesus can be like, oh, well, it's too late now, you know, because he's going to judge us for all the things we've done, good and bad. Like how, like how it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 in whom the god of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of christ who is the image of god which should shine unto them so he's doing everything in his power to deceive us but guess what we go to jesus christ we jesus jesus will reveal the truth to us he will show us things i remember when i first um started seek, reading the bible and, and seeking christ this was 
back in August. And I struggled along the way. Yes, I did. I failed so many times, but I'm doing so much better now. And um, God was just showing me so much truths in the world and what I was seeing. And I used to be blind. And I was just like, wow, people are doing this and that. And I was doing this and that. And the thing is, we we should not look at people who are in sin or who's sinning or who's living a life full of sin or living in the world and look at them and judge them because we we were once like that too i was once like that too and what you want to do is just plant the seed just shed a little bit of light on them and let god handle the rest yes there's going to be struggles along the way but jesus christ is going to work in you inside out he's going to change you from the inside onto outward why would you work on your outward appearance and you're not even good on the inside you know like people some people be going around and they be looking fly they be looking they, they be got they got they got a swag you know but um on the inside they feeling horrible depressed wanting to kill themselves and because they don't have they don't they don't they're ignoring jesus call to them they're living for the world they don't they don't have jesus in them and when you do shine a light oh they get upset or or when they when you show them the light they get upset because they the bible is not comfortable with the lifestyle that they're living they get upset because god is not comfortable with the lifestyle that they're living and they rather still live for the world and I, I was like this too for a couple of years yes i was i was living for the world feeding into my flesh giving into those lustful desires you know and jesus delivered me one day I was at work and I was just well I was doing some work from home and someone someone at my job was like um I was telling her all my problems and she was like hey we have a bible we're doing a bible study and you you know you should come it was on zoom and after that you know I just started reading the bible more you know building that relationship first I started reading the bible more because I didn't know anything about you know I having you know that we should build a relationship but you know like the pharisees they knew the word they read the word but they didn't have that relationship because they didn't build that relationship is because you know it, I, it's this saying you can know the bible but you also no it's not like that it goes like you know the bible but you don't know the bible so you know what it says but you don't know the meaning and God is right here to reveal this to us. He says, Seek and ye shall find. Ask and it shall be revealed. And it literally says it. And also in in Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Thine own understanding is your heart or your mind. You know, we, we must make our thoughts obedient to Christ. And in order to do that, we have to run to Christ with every little thing. Even if something happened like a second ago, tell Jesus about it. You know, he's listening. He will help you through anything because he sure has helped me. I came a long way from dr drugs, sex, alcohol, giving into my flesh, giving giving into those worldly desires. And, it all, and another thing is it also starts with the music that you listen to. And it also goes on to say in verse six in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths god will direct your path all you have to do is run to him
we run to God and he will give us rest and we we just have to surrender to him we don't surrender to the enemy all the enemy wants is bad and destruction it says um I know in the Bible it says the devil goes around roaring like a prowling lion in first Peter it says in chapter 5 verse 8 it says to be sober be vigilant vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour see the enemy does not like it when we're serving god you know he's he's jealous and god is a jealous god too now we're not after all the things the israelites did god was like he, they, he was going to teach them. He delivered them into the hands of their enemies. And then when they got tired of it, they cried out to the Lord. The Lord was always right there. He never forsook them. He delivered them out of their enemies. And he kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to teach us lessons. Trials and tribulations. God gives us trials and tribulations to make us stronger in spirit and to make us run to him. Sometimes something bad happens because you don't. we don't listen to God. Sometimes I don't listen to God and we need to become more obedient in him. We have a choice to sin or God, sin or feeding our spirit. And Jesus Christ already came to die on the cross for our sins that we may be forgiven and that we may have eternal life through him. Remember, remember, we have two lives, this life on earth and eternal life heaven or hell and all what you do on earth determines which place you go some people say we have time some people say we don't i say we have both time and we do not have no time because we have time to turn to god and we have time we don't have time to turn to god because he could come back this second this instant right now and you wouldn't have known christ all your life and you would be forever just stuck in a world full of doom and burning i remember my auntie used to say she used to say um you could lead a horse to the water but you can't make them drink right we can spread the gospel and up to that point it's up to them but god will guide their path if you give them jesus is our light he's our light in our in the darkness and when we follow that light we are going into the actual light which is him and we are going away from the darkness we're pulling away from the darkness right so we have a choice to continue gratifying our flesh to continue living for the world or to give off our flesh and become slaves of righteousness to become servants of god to serve god let him use you as a vessel let jesus come into your heart accept jesus into your heart today I mean, even Paul said it himself in Romans, in chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god now 
we're not supposed to be conforming to the things of this world. We're not supposed to serve other people. We're not supposed to. We're not even supposed to have a king over us. We we are supposed to be living for God. We're supposed to be on this earth glorifying God. That's why another judgment is coming, and there will be a new heavens and a new earth because God's plan was interrupted by Satan because Satan was jealous. He was jealous and he even thought himself as an equal to God. No one's equal. He, us humans even have the power to destroy. Well, we have the power to rebuke him. We have the power to trample over him. We have the power to, yeah, we have the power to ignore him. We have every power we have is because Jesus Christ gave it to us. We were given chance after chance after chance after chance led up to Jesus Christ coming and he was another chance again for us to be saved and we are but some people aren't and it's up to it's up to us to do the will of God do what Je Jesus did not stay at home Jesus went and spread the word he knew that his father was coming he knew what was going to be done and jesus wanted us to be saved jesus wanted us to be in heaven with him why do you think he went around and about spreading the good news and helping people become more and change their ways and change righteous saul became paul saul was a bad man and he was changed because of jesus of course so many people have changed in the Bible their old names and now they have new names and now they're serving the Lord. And we can do that too. But it's up to us. It's up to us to seek and not live for the world. It's up to, up to us to knock and it shall be opened unto us. Some of y'all, y'all be idolizing these celebrities. If little baby came up to you, you'll probably, I don't know what you will do, but do that with God. Don't do that with people. Because guess what? They're just like you. They just have fame. And fame is nothing. Fame is literally nothing. Like, literally nothing. Without God, without Jesus, we are nothing. We're not, we not nobody. We're not nobody. And that's what Jesus wants us to come to him. He is our light, and he is lighting in our darkness. When Adam and Eve bit that fruit and they hid, God gave them skins to cover themselves, right? He, and he took them from the Garden of Eden. They were dead, but not a literal death. They were, de they were dead in spirit. They died in the spirit because they disobeyed God. You know how many times we disobey God and we get chance after chance after chance? When is going to be the last chance for you? When is it going to be the last chance that you finally give your life to God and be like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't want it anymore. And even when you do fall, you're going to notice how it's not enjoyable anymore because Jesus is working in you. Jesus is doing a good thing in you. He's creating you a clean heart and a steadfast spirit. So let him work and cast those sins into the pit of hell. Let him separate the good from the bad and cast the bad into hell. Jesus is good. God is merciful. God is loving. God is kind. God is slow to anger. And he is very merciful and he give us his grace we don't even deserve it he gives us his, his his grace and we don't deserve it we all yes we all fall short but of the glory of god but guess what he is still with us and we shall get back up again and continue to seek him continue to fight to be with him and continue to destroy whatever the enemy has against us
And we need to continue to just seek God and have our eyes on God. And God can just love us and hold us and work in us and and change our desires and make us eagerly seek him and have zeal for him. Because we ain't going to want to do them sins no more. We, we going to want to please God, you know. And my thing is for us as human beings, for believers and non-believers, let's not be stuck in this world no more. Let's go to God. Let's give Jesus our lives. Let's come to God and be in the presence of God forever and ever and ever. Let's not gratify our flesh because for the wages of sin is death. So we are to change our lives. Let's change our thoughts. Let let our thoughts become obedient to Christ. Now I'm going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus and humbly ask you, Lord, that whoever is listening to this podcast, Father God, that you touch them, Lord, and heal them. Know that you are working in them, Father God. Allow them to see and open their eyes, Lord, to the truth and the wickedness of this world, Lord God. And I ask you to work in their ways, Father God. Change their hearts, Lord. Renew them a clean heart and a steadfast spirit, Father God. For we have courage through you, Father God. We we are worthy, Lord. We we have your love. We have your grace. We have your mercy, Lord. You are slow to anger t- t- with us, Father God. Thank you for all the chances that you have given us, Father God. And please forgive every single one of us of our sins, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love y'all so much. And by the grace of God, I hope that you all have a blessed and wonderful day. If I gotta be transparent with you, I'ma let you know I don't know how to go. But one thing I know I serve a